Welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Monday, September 27th, Mercury Retrograde Day. Just spilled the beans. <laughs> That's what's going on. So let's talk about this Mercury Retrograde, and is it something that we should be in angst about, or is it something that is just a normal passage of life and we just deal with it and roll? Well, I, I think if you've been listening to this for a while, you know that I tend to side with the latter more than the former, but I think it's something to respect as well. What is it? The phenomenon is simply in its orbit, Mercury, which is the closest planet to the sun, crosses between the sun and the earth's alignment. Now, this time you will not see Mercury in front of the sun visibly because yesterday on Sunday, Mercury was at its farthest south latitude. So even though Mercury does come between the Earth and the Sun in its orbit, it will not appear as if it's crossing in front of the Sun. Sometimes it does when its latitude is higher. Now, as we talked about last week, this is an all Libra retrograde. So Mercury stays in Libra. It goes from 25 degrees this morning all the way back to 10 degrees when it turns direct on October 18th. Now, people take Mercury retrogrades differently. I know a a very astute financial astrologer. In fact, her book is one of the books that I recommend. It's called Profiting with the Planets. She actually has two books out, and you get them from her website, ProfitingWithThePlanets.com. But she will not trade during not only Mercury retrograde, but even the shadow periods. I've heard some people say, eh, just take a break from technology as best you can, you know? Step back. It's a reset. Retrograde. Re-reset. Relax. Rest. R-E-S-T. If you make your living on technology like I do, well, obviously we can't abandon it for three weeks, four weeks. If you do the shadows, five weeks. So what do we do? Well, I think obviously set intentions. And I do throttle back as far as, like, would I do something significant? Would I make a major acquisition if I could avoid it, you know, if I had the freedom of choice? And do kind of use this period as a resting period, as a resetting period. We're a couple of weeks away from the colors, the fall colors, getting really brilliant up here where I am in North Carolina And I'm going to enjoy that. I've structured things where I can pull back a little bit. So, yeah, this time there is going to be a little bit of a break. I think it's that's the way to approach it. Balanced, because Libra is in control of this. Ah, balance. Now, we had a listener question. This is a little bit backwards stepping, but I didn't get to it because of some of the things going on last week. I did want to cover this ground, though. This is from Mary Susan wonderful listener in Northern California. She's asking about Virgo. I have been noticing that my Virgo friends right now are all having really big energy shifts around their birthdays, both emotionally and physically. And then after their birthday, it's almost like the pimple popped, things dissipate, they feel a lot better. And I'm wondering, is there something to that, astrologically speaking? Is there more energy that we need to work with around our solar returns? Thank you so much. Much love to everybody listening. And thank you so much for your podcasts. Mary Susan, you are a delight. Thank you so much for that question. Sorry I got to it a little bit late. She sent that question on September 15th. 
and we had a couple of planets that were in Virgo then that are now in Libra, namely the sun. But we'll talk about that in a second. And if I had answered this on the 15th, then I would not have had this new addition to my astrological library that is going to be part of the answer of this that I'll have to give you after I get through with the book. But Ray Merriman, who is the premier financial astrologer of all time, and I've recommended his weekly newsletter. It's a free newsletter you subscribe to. You search him up. I don't know his website just off the top of my head, but it's Ray Merriman, and he's been around. He's been doing financial astrology literally since the 1970s. He is the dean of the space. He wrote a book on solar returns. And as he points out, the thesis of the book is it's all about prediction that happens on the solar return. Now, I haven't gotten into it yet. I'm just at the beginning. But one of the things that I've noticed about the solar return chart is that it basically replicates it. If you look at the transits and the progressions, and Merriman addresses this right at the top, that If you look at the transits, the progressions, the solar arcs, and then you look at a solar return chart that there's not much in there that's different. In other words, you've covered the basis. Now, I know where he's going with it because he kind of gave a clue, and that is that you look at the solar arc chart related to the progressions, the transits, the solar arc, etc., So that's where the nugget is going to come from. And what he's going to say, because again, he kind of gave the thesis, is not necessarily particular events like this thing is going to happen, but rather more so like a profection, an annual profection, which is where one house and sign is activated in your life every year on your birthday. It changes. So if you are in an annual profection second house year, You might look for things around money to happen to you that year. Well, I think the solar arc is definitely similar to that. Now, let me come back to the Virgo-specific piece of this because it's not as much what was going on in Virgo. This gets back to the structure of the chart because the planets are more thinned out around the chart right now. They're more evenly distributed So it wasn't so much about what was firing off in Virgo as what it was firing off aspect-wise, not only in Virgo, but in their own charts with all these planets distributed in these other places. And yes, we could move that next door to Libra because I think you could have the same dynamic this month and you'll have the same dynamic next month in Scorpio because the planets are going to stay mostly dithered out. That will stay in place into December. And then by January, we will be back in that Kala Supa Yoga where everything is on one side of the nodes. So that will be coming, but for now, things are scattered out. So for the next couple of months, we have kind of the same dynamic in place that she's talking about. Great question, great observation. You are astute, and I appreciate when you ring in. All right, we do have an applying aspect, so we're moving toward the Sun and Saturn in a trine aspect. That will happen on Wednesday. The Sun is getting there as fast as it can. (laughs) And we'll talk about that, obviously, midweek. All right, send your questions in. And also, we're going to be doing medical astrology questions starting in, what, two Saturdays from now, three Saturdays from now. So if you'd like to ask Stephanie a question... 
You can do it on SpeakPipe or by email. We'd love to hear from you. Take care. Have a great day. See you back tomorrow.